Welcome everyone to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torn, and with me is my co-host, Peyton. What's going on? Just chilling. Dude, I did that fucking intro without even having to pull it up. That shit's uh, in my head. Finally. This shit, this shit's <laughs> my brain, dude. I'm, I've been trying to memorize the outro. I'm still not there yet. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. That's, it's going to take a long time. I'm like, I get halfway through and I'm like, wait, <laughs> what comes first? Uh, uh, we, we'll get it someday. Someday. Yeah. You watch anything good recently? Uh, well, the one thing I remember is Fight Club. Uh, shit, I spoiled. I fucked up the first rule. Um, Can't believe I've been, I, I, I always say this and I never do it. I want to watch Zodiac. I really want to Zodiac's watch Zodiac. Very good. Yes, I. I've. Um, I, I. And it, it, to me, it's always one of those things where like. Um, I edited like my own trailer of Zodiac and it feels like I've seen the movie like a thousand times because of how much hours I've put into editing like a trailer for mine, like in my editing class. Hours of but, looking at Jake Gyllenhaal's face. Hours of looking at yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's face and Robert Downey Jr. being you know, pass- passively aggressive as possible. Mark Every Ruffalo role he's been in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I I was like, man, like, I'm a, tonight I'm watching Zodiac, and I never do. You finish? Like, uh, do you finish the Sandman? I did finish the Sandman. Great, great. What? Yeah, remember I told you how I felt about I felt about it. it was right, 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 right. Nine out of ten. God, I I hate Lida so much, bro. <laughs> like I hate char- I hate delusional grief characters. It's it's so annoying. I watched because uh, they released that like bonus episode. They had like two shorts in them. I yeah. watched that. Uh, yeah, one one is animated, one isn't, and they're both okay. pretty good. Well, they I'm they're definitely like much. bonus episodes. Like they have nothing to do with the main yeah. series. Yeah, for sure. Because I was looking up like you know the filmography of a uh, Boyd Holbrook, and. Um, uh, I, I looked at his filmography for the television. It's the same in eleven episodes. I was like eleven, like what the fuck? Like that was like, yeah, like two or three days ago before they even dropped that like bonus episode. So yeah, it was crazy. Um, I actually don't think he's in either of them. No, I don't think so. But I think they just wanted to put him that uh-huh. put him in there. But um, also, boy, uh, boy Holbrook is in uh, Vengeance. Oh uh, yes, yes, he is. Yeah. I heard about that. He's great in that one too. I wish I wish he did uh, the Q and A with BJ Novak, but he wasn't there. It was only BJ Novak. But yeah, that's it. That's all I watched so far. Better Call Saul finale was. Oh yeah, that was amazing. It's better it's, than Breaking Bad. I said it. It is better than Breaking Bad, um, and also in ways it reminded me of a uh, like the El Camino ending. It yeah, was like it was like very tranquil yet like kind of like heartbreaking in a way bittersweet uh, bittersweet yeah for sure yeah but that's a better word for it um yeah both characters starting new lives in different parts of like you know their life like Saul's in prison and Jesse's in a new place it's crazy man I feel like I feel like there's some people that got like rose tinted glasses on kind of because I, I hear I keep reading discourse about it like whether you know, Breaking Bad is better or whatever, and people, uh, people. I keep seeing people being like, uh, "Better Call Saul season one was so boring," and I'm like, "But Breaking 
Breaking Bad season one <laughs> and there's people that are like Breaking Bad season one was amazing. It was it, it was action packed or whatever. I'm like, are we thinking of the same show? No, it the, took the, me like the, two years to watch season one because I was so bored. Yeah, see, season one is like very very slow. But honestly, um, it's one of the things where like I talked to my friend about this. Um, like we both can't really compare the shows only because like they're in a sense like the same thing and the team in the same universe. For me, I think the characterization and the pacing is a little bit better in Better Call Saul than it is in Breaking Bad. Absolutely. Um, and break but yeah, Breaking Bad is definitely more action packed in terms of like, you know, the whole like, you know, gang stuff with like Waltz and Dust and all that stuff like that. Um, because I remember even you saying like at the end of or, you know, season five, like you were like, dang, this is like dragging on. Like, so I knew that like, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't the only one. With yeah, that, it, was, uh, it was the, it was the first half of season four, I think, or maybe it was season five. I think it might've been season four. What was the last season? Last season of, uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah, it was season five. Okay, then it might have been like, season four. Because I remember the first half of either one of those seasons, I was, I'm pretty sure it was season four, where I, it felt really like aimless, and I was like, where is this going? But the back half, everything started to like come together, and I was like, hey, this is actually pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, because I remember like the first half of like season five, like Wall kind of like deserted. He was like in a bar. He was like just kind of doing his own thing for like a little bit. Um, he was like, he was like all the move from like the police and shit like that. Yeah. And he like, had his hair grown out, like, and he had like a beard. Um, it was like the proto gene timeline. Yeah, pretty much. So that, uh, that was that whole thing. But I've, I've also been meaning to rewatch Breaking Bad as well since I just finished Better Call Saul. So, but I can never, I'm not really much of a person who rewatches like shows and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think I'm willing to make an exception for Breaking Bad because, like, people will say that, like, the, the people give, like, Breaking Bad the office treatment. Like, I hear people, as, like, yourself, say, like, oh, I watch The Office, like, seven or eight times. And I, I don't know how you, someone can watch Breaking Bad like that. It's too harrowing. No, no it, it's it's insane, bro. Like, like, because the thing is, for me, like, I dropped on, I dropped on the Breaking Bad, like, pretty late. Like I just don't remember like around like after it after it ended like around 2016 I watched Breaking Bad. I jumped on and, it this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you had the experience to like watch all of it and like see more, like discourse about it as well. Yeah, I got to so, like, see all of it and then jump immediately into Better Call Saul and catch up to the point where I could watch the finale with everyone else. Yeah, pretty good timing. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty good timing. And I kind of the same thing with with uh with Better Call Saul as well. Like I binged it. Like I binged all the season one through actually season one through six, six and six point one. And I was able to watch all the episodes. And that was just that was a crazy ride. Um it's also one of the things too I kind of feel bad for Breaking Bad because like like almost every part of that show is like a meme. I was just about to say that. <laughs> so if people want to watch Breaking Bad, they're gonna get kind of get spoiled because everything's just a meme to them. Well, yeah, spoiled or like I've seen a bunch of people say that they can't take it seriously. Yeah, I nothing. I feel like none of the memes that really spoil anything. Like you know that 
a certain character is going to like feel yeah. a certain way about something like the, but like the one where Walt like falls down and it zooms in on him. You have no idea what the context of that is. If you yeah, you have no idea what the con, yeah, you have no idea the context. And like I said, it, it's ruined by the fact that like it's just a downtrodden moment. Yeah, and the final amazing. shot of the show is literally a me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad, bro. So. <laughs> Uh, whenever people, whenever I tell people, yo, watch Breaking Bad, they're going to be like, oh my God, I've seen like a bunch of memes about it. And I'm like, get skip past the memes and you'll be fine. Or like the one where Aaron Paul is just acting his ass off. <laughs> like, he can't keep getting away with this. And I was just yeah. like, the biggest meme. And like, um, I've also seen like, uh, freaking seen like memes of like Todd and stuff like that, like Jesse Plemons. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. Man, it, it's, it's crazy. But, so so great so great pieces of uh fiction absolutely but yeah that's it's crazy yeah i finally finished superman and lois season two. Oh yeah I, you know i still have i still have yet to watch it like it's all on um, hbo max now luckily so i i've i'm a peasant i watch it on the cw app cw app yeah, with ads. I, yeah, that that was when the seat. That was when like the episodes were like releasing like after the day premiered yeah. on like cable. Um, and unfortunately, right now I don't have HBO Max because like my like my grandparents cut off like their cable because they moved. Well, they're whatever. doing like damage control shit right now, and are doing some like crazy ass deals <laughs> because of everything that's been going on. <laughs> Yeah, well, so maybe you should hop on. Yeah, yeah, hop on that. I'm hopping on that for sure. <laughs> but uh, bro, season two, I think it's better than season one. I mean, I've, I haven't seen season one since it first aired, but I remember most of it. And yeah, season two, like at the end of season one, I felt like it could have ended like two episodes earlier. <laughs> yeah, I I remember about that. You know, the the Tauro stuff like that. Yeah, um, and the whole like Kryptonian like army type of stuff like that i think it was pretty good for sure and yeah i agree that it could have ended a little sooner yeah and this one uh ended i felt like where it should have ended i thought it was i thought it was better paced but uh the one part i thought might have been lacking in comparison to season one was the villain but by the end it was it was fine i was like i was like is this really the villain are we is this what we're doing because as you know because when we i think we when we both stopped watching like bizarro was yeah, you know a thing, and I was like, "Freaking Bizarro, that's incredible!" But like the villain behind Bizarro, I just wasn't a hundred percent sold on. But by the end, it was, it was chill. The, some of the visuals and like the that show is crazy. <laughs> I don't know how they how they do some of the stuff that they do on that show. But man, we also have some Superman and Lois news later on. But yeah, uh, regardless, we have a great show for everyone this week. We're going to be talking about the best trilogies. Just in general, the best trilogies. But we also have the news of the week. Like I said, we're going to be talking about some Superman and Lois stuff. There's only a couple pieces of Marvel news, and uh, again, more uh, some more updates to the Warner Brothers Discovery situation because it seems to be never ending, and it's just a constant train of bad news. So let's get started with the Marvel news. Uh, Disney and Marvel have announced that they will be live streaming their game showcase on September 9th. So hopefully i feel i I hear like marvel games showcase and my immediate thought is like shitty mobile games (laughs) because it's like there's no way they're gonna show off like spider-man 2 there 
But what yeah. I am hoping for is the game that Skyline New Media is working on with uh, Amy Hennig, I believe, which no one really knows any of the details of. So I'm really hoping that we get some details on that because that with a- Amy Hennig behind it, I, that I I pretty high hopes for that. And people are really hoping that it's a Daredevil game. <laughs> Daredevil game would be sick. I love a Daredevil game. Oh no, that would be amazing. Just a black screen. I, I knew you were going to some shit like that. <laughs> Actually, someone someone brought up, or maybe he sent it to me, I don't remember. Uh, like, it, it would be cool if like, there was a Daredevil game that was VR, and it was legitimately a black screen, and you had to, like, move around the surroundings and, like, tap on things to, like, make noise, and it does, like, the like the oh, echo vision yeah, thing. Yeah. That'd be sick in virtual reality, but it, it couldn't be like a full game. It had to be like, like a, just like a little experience or whatever, but that would be mm-hmm. really sick. But, um, next piece and last piece of Marvel news, only two pieces of Marvel news here. Uh, we are going to take a different approach to, uh, discussing the Disney plus shows. We're going to do half and half. So she Hulk is out is, coming out now uh we'll discuss like the first five and then the the last four when those release but uh i do want to talk about she hulk uh getting review bombed because it's getting review bombed hard as hell right now especially on imdb for because people just love to be horrible yeah by it's getting review bombed by 30 year old men Mm -hmm. just who are like ignorant as hell and there is a lot. There's been a lot of like discourse surrounding the first episode, um, mainly due to the fact that like, you know, not trying to sound like a pick me or anything, but like you know, a lot of the men are like, they're pretty much invalidating uh, Jennifer Walters' like views on like the world, and it it kind of uh, made me realize something. And like, Shaw had goofy on TikTok uh, said something about it. How like um, this is like reminiscent of like when he covered Falcon and the Winter Soldier, how, like, you know, um, predominantly, like, you know, ignorant people are just invalidating others' experiences because they haven't gone through it, you know? Yeah, and it's, like, you read some of the... On IMDb, it's, like, especially obvious because, like, the one-star reviews just... And it was... And there were some people, like, the discourse surrounding it was like, well, maybe the show's just not that good. Bro, the show's not out yet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the first episode hadn't even dropped by that point, but it's like, God damn. But like when you go on something like Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 62% audience score, which again, doesn't make sense. There's only, there's only one episode. And if you're out there reviewing the, the entire show based on the first episode, you're fucking delusional. But like you, it, but, but it's like some people might be, Oh, maybe, you know, they just didn't like it. But then you go to the reviews and like all of like the bad reviews are like, the feminist agenda is being shoved down our throats. Marvel needs to stop with their wokeness and stuff like that. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, yeah, man. It, it's, it's like one of those things where it's like, not everything is, is an agenda. And I told like uh, Peyton about this, like off the air, is that like IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes and all these like, you know, critic sites need to start like having verified accounts. Like, like very only verified accounts just started like speaking their opinion on like shows that like haven't released yet or like if they can get like the scoop and stuff like that and like just have like just more authentication because 
frankly, if I'm if I'm able to make an account and just like have a one star review like posted and like just ruin things for everybody, it's not it's not good. I also feel yeah. like if it's a series, you shouldn't be able to review the show until the entire series is out. Yeah, that that too. Um, but yeah, there should actually absolutely be some sort of verification system. Although even then you people are still like get verified and then shit on it for no reason, but it would, it would deter if not quite a, quite a few people. Yeah. But yeah, some of the discourse around that first episode, even besides the, because it's like, like we said, it's mostly like the, it's feminist woke garbage shit. But then on the other side, <laughs> <laughs> there's also a weird sect of like feminists and shit that are just like against it for no reason uh like the show can't win but uh not we really, to, really can't not to you know get into it since we're gonna talk about it you know halfway through but we liked it it was good yeah it was it was good it was solid uh but yeah i'm very excited for the rest of the series but yeah don't be an asshole. Basically, I feel like I feel like that's the moral of the story for a lot of for a lot of the news stories that are out. Just don't be an asshole. But um, yeah, moving on to the DC news. Uh, Next Star has officially acquired seventy five percent of the CW and planned to shift the network to better suit their demographic, which is apparently fifty eight year olds. Yeah, I uh, yeah I saw that. That's wild so it's so uh you know superman and lois may be in danger it was renewed for season three back in march and it looks like filming is gonna begin soon but you know things may change now whether you know it seems like they're not opposed to just canceling things he said so like it could get canceled before production starts or maybe it doesn't get renewed for a season four it could also it could always move to like an hbo max or an hbo original but you know david zoslov seems to be against those so uh i'm, I'm hoping for the best for superman and lois because it's it's damn good yeah freaking 58 year olds gonna bring back a reboot of the golden girls yeah, it's crazy once Flash ends, literally the only thing that'll be left standing is Superman and Lois. If right. if it survives. <laughs> yeah, this shit's crazy. Uh, but uh, speaking of Superman and Lois, um, Jordan Elsass has left Superman and Lois after, season, after two seasons, uh, seemingly due to personal and mental health reasons, and the role of Jonathan Kent will be recast. So that's unfortunate. He was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, he was pretty good. I I, um, I actually saw him at a convention. Pretty cool. Bo had a beard and everything. Oh. And it's crazy because, like, he's he's my height. Like, it's insane. Really? Yeah, he's my height. Huh. 5'9". Five, five, it's going to be really jarring, I think, just seeing a different... Because <laughs> it's, like, it's not like there's going to be any explanation. At least I don't think there will be. It's just going to be a different actor. It's going to be like, whoa, <laughs> what happened? Also, my yeah, Iron Man right. 2 shit. It's, it's going to be crazy. He'll, he'll be missed, though. He will. Oh, I hope he, uh, oh. hope he gets better. Yeah, for sure. And I hope to see him in more um, acting roles yeah. in the future. But uh, next piece of DC news... Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery are removing a laundry list of HBO Max originals, and not even just HBO Max originals, just just sh- shows <laughs> like including uh, Infinity Train, Close Enough, 
uh, an Aquaman King of Atlantis. And also, apparently, HBO Max is apparent, uh, apparently has no plans to renew Young Justice. So... That's sad. Yeah, and th- there seems to be a level of pettiness coming from Warner Brothers Discovery because they've deleted every mention or at least almost every mention of Infinity Train from Cartoon Network's Twitter, removed the soundtrack from streaming services, uh, removed all Infinity Train related videos from YouTube, including the original pilot. Basically, basically anything that could have given the creators any form of residuals is gone, leading credence to the speculation that these removals are being used for tax write-offs. So... And if that's the case, these shows will literally never see the light of day again on any other streaming services or anything like that. Speaking of which, I bought uh, the first two seasons of Infinity Train on DVD. Unfortunately, seasons three and four are not on DVD, so I couldn't get those. But they're like going for hundreds of dollars on eBay now because of this. Oh, my God. This is, and, and again, like I was alluding to earlier, it's not just HBO Max originals because they removed uh, Uncle Grandpa, uh, OKKO. OK like they just, they're just removing a bunch of shit for no reason. <laughs> well, not for no reason. They're doing it for tax write offs, but it's like, Jesus Christ. I just, I don't understand, man. It's because they need to apparently find like $3 billion in savings and they're just trying to get every little savings they can by not having to pay their creators anything. And there's, and there's some shows that like we're supposed to, we're supposed to have like a season release like this year. And then, and now it's just never going to come out a bunch of, a bunch of these animators and creators are on Twitter being like, I literally spent years and years of my life into this. I like, I I did this show for my kids and now it's never going to see the light of day. And you have other, uh, uh, show creators and animators like Alex Hirsch, the creator of Gravity Falls, essentially like encouraging people to go pirate it, which is, which I think is legendary, but also sad and, and, and should be unnecessary. But yeah, there's a bunch of them like, yeah, well, there's literally no other way to get this stuff unless you pirate it. So truly an unfortunate situation, a really shitty situation. I just, I mean, I, it's not gonna be unfortunate if I pirate it, you know. For real. That should that that should be an option. <laughs> I should just be able to watch the shit. But right. uh, sad, sad, for real. Indeed. But yeah, that's that. Hopefully, the bad news ends there <laughs> for that situation. But let's be honest, it's not because they have to find three billion dollars in savings. I just I'm dreading for what they cancel next. Uh Anyway, now it's time for Ezra, Ezra Miller, Miller updates. updates. <laughs> Ezra Miller, <laughs> Ezra Miller has apologized, saying, "Quote to everyone that I have I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. <laughs> Having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment." Glad he's getting help, but I don't is he though? His apology. Is he getting help? I don't think he is. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Like, remember last week we were talking about how Warner Brothers was going to give was has had like three options. And one was having Ezra Miller not be doing press at all. One of them was scrapping the film. But the other one was having him go on an apology tour and still having him do press. I think that's exactly what this is. Oh, so I think this is I literally think this is Warner Brothers being like, hey, apologize. 
I, I don't believe this apology for a second because it's like I'm going through something and I'm getting help. Okay, what about like the the kid you kidnapped? What about the what about the family you're housing? <laughs> you know, not very specific in this in this apology. Yeah, it's my family. Oh no, are they okay? I mean, I guess you wouldn't know, would you? No, I'm sensitive for you to ask. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, it's not, it's not a joke. Oh. Well, at least Ezra Miller apologized. He said, sorry for taking your family. I mean, I still have them and you won't get them back, but, you know, my bad. My fault. It was a complex mental health issue. Oh. Understandable. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, yeah. I mean, I still hope I still hope they get help, but Jesus. <laughs> this is one of the most disingenuous apologies I've ever read. <laughs> But uh yeah. That's that's the news of the week. Nice. Which means it is time to move on to our topic, which is the best trilogies. So you know, trilogies. Go on. Trilogies. For mine, for right now, when until the fourth one comes out, it is one of them is John Wick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that. John John Wick is oh my god, my voice. It was John Wick. <laughs> um, but yeah, John Wick is amazing. Great storytelling, action, cinematography, and just overall great direction from this movie. I can't speak right now. Just open your mouth. What? Just vibrate your vocal cords. Can't do this. Sorry. Oh well. But yeah, the John Wick trilogy is. It's it's damn good. <laughs> um, if I'm a hundred percent honest, I was slightly disappointed with the third one. What I was, yeah, because he was like excommunicado or whatever, and I felt like that was going to be like a bigger deal than it actually was. <laughs> but um, but it is. It was still good. Don't get me wrong. I just I just wanted a little or was expecting a little bit more than you know what it came to be well if it isn't the consequences of your own actions (laughs) fair enough i suppose but yeah the john i mean keanu reeves just doing his thing being a god um yeah i mean the the action incredible as always you know the story surprise like like when when john wick like initially comes out it's like keanu reeves in this action like every action movie it's just like what is this i don't and then blew everyone out of the water and now there's gonna now there's a fourth one and a fifth one coming out and there's gonna be two spinoff shows and shit yeah, crazy I mean, but yeah we were, we're supposed to get it like we're supposed to get it 2021 yeah we, we were it's gonna, it gonna come out the same day as the matrix yeah two two Keanu movies coming out at the, at the same time crazy yeah yeah, the John Wick trilogy is really Amazing. good. But, uh, yeah, so one of my trilogies is the Men in Black trilogy. Wow, I didn't even think about that one, because Men in Black is pretty bad to me. Oh. I'm kidding. Well, I'll, I don't think I've seen the third one, though. Uh, the third one is Will Smith goes back in time 
to meet a young Tommy Lee Jones played by Josh Brolin, who does a phenomenal job playing a young oh, Tommy Lee Jones. Okay, okay, I, I can't. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that now. Yeah, Luke Cage is in it for a bit. Regardless, I mean, these movies are like my childhood <laughs> completely. Like, I know the third one is not considered very good, or even the second one is not you know beloved. Everyone, the first one is the best one. But I love them. <laughs> I think they're so good. <laughs> I actually really like the third one, too. Uh, um, like I said, Josh Brolin plays a phenomenal young Tommy Lee Jones. He did too good of a job. <laughs> to the point where, like, as a kid, I was like, damn, that's some good makeup on Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, but it's good stuff. Michael Jackson was in the second one. Really? Yeah. See, I don't remember these movies at all because, like, it, it's one of those movies that, like, you know how, like, as a kid, you wake up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning with something on the TV? Yeah. That, that's that's what the Men in Black movies are to me. I always watched them, like, on road trips and shit. <laughs> that's crazy. But I'm just... Man, 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 I'm gonna have to watch all the Men in Black movies. You should... I need to rewatch the Men in Black movies after I after I watched Zodiac. Yes, definitely after Zodiac. But um, my next one on my list. What is the next one on my list? Oh, it's the original trilogy from Star Wars. Obviously, I should specify this isn't in, in any particular order. By the way, this is just yeah. This is just like we're like we're just going through trilogies. Day. Yeah, we're, we're not ranking them or anything because we're not nerds yeah but yeah definitely the original trilogy from star wars um as I, i've said this before and i'll say it again um empire strikes back is the best sequel of all time uh, has the best plot twist of all time uh a new hope is great turn of the jedi is it's pretty good yeah it's pretty good <laughs> it's pretty good that's all i can say about it but honestly my these movies were my childhood as well as uh, as as was Men in Black was to you, my grandma had all of them on VHS. But she had they had New Hope, Empire, and Turn of the Jedi on VHS. I want to see how much they're worth. They're probably not worth as much, but still, like she was amazing. Yeah, the original trilogy is. I mean, it's iconic. <laughs> what can you, what can you say? Iconic. It's still our most... It's, I mean, it is. It's the best Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> uh, A New Hope, you know, the amount of um, world building in that first movie is insane. <laughs> it's like... It, it, it's like it reminds me the only the only thing I can feel I can compare it to is Better Call Saul actually <laughs> how in the first episode that Saul shows up in he's talking about Ignacio and Lalo and shit and they built an entire show off that little thing and how in A New Hope like they mentioned like the Clone Wars and shit like that and it's like the amount of the amount of building that they did and as, as much as people like to think so George Lucas didn't know what the fuck that was <laughs> Yes, he was indeed. He was like, ah, yes, the Clone Wars. <laughs> yes, with Anakin and Obi Wan and, and you know Jango Fett. Like he didn't. He had no idea. Uh, <laughs> but like to just have that name in there and be like, let's do something with this and building that the entire prequels and you know having a bunch of spinoff shows and shit like that. And all because of all that world building, 
uh, in that first movie is incredible. And, you know, like you said, Empire, probably one of the best sequels, if not the best sequel of all time. Incredible plot twist. Wish I <laughs> didn't know it before I watched it. And Return of the Jedi is pretty damn solid if you'd like. If they made the uh, stuff on Endor a bit snappier, because like the yeah. whole stuff with Luke and Vader and Emperors, fucking that's peak shit, right? There. <laughs> but yeah, the original trilogy is incredible. But let's keep it going with Star Wars, the prequel trilogy. <laughs> the prequels, yeah, the prequel. I mean, the prequels. I mean, not good, <laughs> but childhood, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, these are definitely the movies. That it's just like, yeah, they're bad, but it's like because we grew up with them, we can still like enjoy them just for what they are. Yeah, and of course, memes. Yeah, memes for sure. I can't. I um, I remember I every time I watch uh, Revenge of the Sith, it's insane because like after school, um, I would go to my grandparents' house, um, and I would just put on like yeah, like Revenge of the Sith. And I just memorized a lot, of, a lot of the lines and a lot of the action choreography because, you know, Revenge of the Sith has, it, uh, yeah, it has the longest sword fighting action scene in film, film history. 12 minutes of just lightsaber fights. Well, yeah, that, it's long. amazing. Too long? It's too long. Too little, bro. <laughs> too little for me should have made it more interesting but yeah no but but yeah revenge of the sith is also like it's like the one star wars movie we had on dvd uh right right so i so yeah i watched that on repeat loving every second of it every single time never got old because i mean seriously you can't go wrong with revenge of the sith i mean every time you really you really can't execute order 66 and just and like, just watching everyone just get fucking dead crazy like my little like fucking whatever five six seven year old brain just fucking like holy shit every single time it happens and like it's one of those things where it's like i've seen it so much that like i can it can act as a standalone for me yeah like like, 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 I, like I mean like you know like obi-wan and like Anakin, like I, I, of course, they already knew it because, like, I've seen like Attack of the Clones were in like Phantom Menace, but like, even just like that, that little story alone, it's like, damn, like that shit's crazy. But yeah, it's it's amazing. Peak childhood, right there. Absolutely. Speaking of peak childhood, the Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. <laughs> yeah, I had that one too. I mean. It's classic, classic. Like Revenge of the Sith, I had Spider Man one on DVD. I think we had Spider Man two as well, but I think I'm we mostly watched Spider Man one, um, just on repeat, just like Revenge of the Sith. If it's like maybe I'm not in a Star Wars mood, and I want to see some Spider Man. Throw on the first one <laughs> every single yeah. time. But yeah, I mean again, just childhood. Except these. <laughs> Except the third one are actually good. <laughs> yeah, but the first, the first and second one are fucking amazing. Like they're they're peak. Third one is good, but like you know the storytelling is just bad. But Should've still, like, still, still very, still very enjoyable. We just had to do this podcast. I mean, we, we if we didn't did. do this podcast, I wouldn't have rewatched three, and I wouldn't have turned on it. I would have been the one being like, actually, three is pretty underrated, and it has some fun moments. And now I'm just like against three. <laughs> It's completely. Yeah, I like 
I, I, I hate when people call three underrated. I'm like, stop calling bad things underrated. Like, shut up. Shit's, shit is it's bad so, for a reason. It's so bad. Ugh. Like, like, like I, I hate to sound like a pretentious prick, but like the movie is, like, it's enjoyable for sure, but it's very bad. So, but yeah, definitely the Rainbow Trilogy, part childhood, peak childhood, as well. Well, um, like, next- like you, like you said for Revenge for Revenge of the Sith, I'd like remembered, like memorized every single line from that first movie. <laughs> Yeah, for yeah, definitely. I remember. I memorized like I. I can literally. I have snapshots of my of like in my brain about the first like Spider-Man movie, especially Goblin. His lines so, are just so memorable. It's, it's for sure, most definitely. Like it's after everything you've done for them. Eventually, they will hate you. I was gonna do a, a Green Goblin monologue for my uh, class. I was gonna do like a scene recreation of like Spider-Man like, on the roof. Um, but I didn't do it. Cause I, I was gonna, I was gonna go all out. I was actually gonna buy like, like the costume for it too, but they don't, for some reason, like they don't make like the actual Green Goblin costume. Like it's weird. Fucking Willem Dafoe's delivery in like the last, in like the final battle, battle when he's like, I'm gonna finish her. Nice and slow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> MJ and I, we're gonna have we're a hell of a time. time. <laughs> like, also one of the things too. Like, I didn't. I when I was a kid, and I didn't notice like until like, I got older. Like, you see like his mouth, like through like, yeah. the costume, and so like that made it so much more better to me. Like when, when he was delivering his line, I was like, oh my god! And sometimes you can tell they're eighty yard because his mouth doesn't. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Yeah, sometimes. I don't care. It's so amazing seeing him on screen. Impressive. <laughs> God. Iconic. Back to formula. <laughs> he just throws that guy, bro. <laughs> Kills him. Oh, man. He has a fucking dope-ass house, too. Man. Too bad someone was living there already and no way home. You hate to see it. Right. What if it was Reed Richards? Dun, dun, dun. I'm oh. That'd be cool, though. That would have been dope. Um, the next trilogy on my list is the Captain America MCU trilogy. Of course. Very, very consistent. Definitely the most consistent in the MCU. For sure. And it's arguably a trilogy where like each movie got better and better. Yeah. But which is know, very rare. It is very rare. Because, you know, Captain America, I, I'm not going to lie, I used to sleep on Captain America 1 until he told me to, like, rewatch it, and, like, I love that movie. That, because I was also sleeping on it. <laughs> like, but I was I, like, man, like, I, I, was, like, I, was like, I was like, Captain America 1, like, I don't know, man. And then I rewatched it, I was like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, And then, because, like, you know, yeah, has a lot of heart. Great, great origin story. Definitely, one, uh, definitely besides Iron Man, it was one of the best origins, origin stories. Before Shang Chi came out, was, of course, and then Winter Soldier, like that's that's peak right there. That's fucking peak, peak. overrated, is, but peak. Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> underrated. I'm kidding. No, it's not underrated. It's properly rated for me. But yeah, that that is peak right there. And then Civil War, peak again, times two. Are those things like, carbon fiber? Yeah, when Spider Man showed up, that broke the internet. But that was that was cool. And then like, oh my god. Also, Man, a movie just... I've seen a million times. Yeah, that yeah. I can quote endlessly. 
I'll, I'll just be like chilling, like, you know, playing games or like making food. I just see you like send me a text saying, I'm going to rewatch Civil War. I'm like, bro, again. <laughs> it's your fourth time this week. <laughs> it's just that good. <laughs> it's just that You're good. Right. right. The way my heart good? and my stomach sunk when uh, um, Tony was being shown the video of Winter Soldier killing his parents. Oh, dude. I remember watching that in theaters, bro. Like, the audience reaction was just insane. I think by like, I was like, audience reaction, I think it was just silence. Like everyone was just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like it was just insane. Like seeing that for the first time too, like on the big screen. And I was so hyped. Cause like, not only do we see Spider-Man, but it's also like, uh, yeah. Like Iron Man and Captain America going at it. I think, wait, no, I didn't. I'm stupid for that. I did not buy the civil war comic. I didn't buy it. Cause I was trying to buy the, the whole entire thing. I don't have I like mean, the entire set. I just have like the main book. Yeah, I, I want to get like the entire set. That's why I, yeah. I hold off on it. But man, that's so good. Civil War Two is even it's 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 horrible. Well, it's not horrible, but Captain Captain Marvel is just bad in that comic. But yeah, the Winter Soldier is overrated. Winter Soldier is overrated. I think it's properly rated, bro. It's an incredible Pete. film. It's top. Top, top five, top five. It's don't 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 shame yourself. Don't shame yourself. It's top eight. <laughs> I have to. Stream. I have to look at my list again. <laughs> stop stop shaming yourself. It's it's up there. I just don't think it's as. It, it's like the fucking masterpiece that everyone thinks it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a masterpiece, but it's definitely pretty. People are like, it's the best MCU movie. It's the best Marvel. I'm like, is it though? Is it? It's good. It's very good. Oh, it's that good. People freak people literally forget that Infinity War came out. But so um it's great. But yes, Captain America trilogy, consistent and incredible. Incredibly consistent. Because yeah, I feel like the general trajectory of trilogies is the first one's pretty good. Or very good. And then the second one's fucking incredible. And then the third one is fucking trash. Yeah. But yeah, sure. Captain America just breaking that mold. <laughs> But keeping yeah, it in the MCU family, I mean, we might as well talk about the Iron Man trilogy. I did have that, but I was also hesitant. I was also hesitant to put that one because Iron Man two fucking sucks. Yeah, but it's fun. Fun because of the suit up scene. Because of the suit up scene, Justin Hammer's the delight. The courtroom scene at the beginning is really, Justin, really good. Justin, Justin Hammer is horrible. Not even How a good antagonist. Dare you? Not a good antagonist. Justin Hammer is awesome. He's not awesome. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Stop. Yes, he is. Stop. Yes, he is. What's happening to me? Yes, he is. I love Justin Hammer. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's okay. I just don't remember much about him. He's the first gay character in the MCU. Really? Yep. Really? At least to my knowledge, yeah. Wow, I almost said it was Valkyrie. Nah. People clearly haven't seen the All Hail the King short <laughs> yeah that's 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 the reason yeah definitely did not i did not see it isn't the one word yeah trevor kingsley shows up right Man kingsley shows up in that one yes yes that's right yeah that's right trevor sussery great addition iron right. man 3 incredibly iron underrated man, incredibly underrated amazing it's so good 
and, and that that poster's fire too. Makes it even better. The poster is like falling down in the sky, yeah, upside down. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. And of course, the first one. I mean, you can't go wrong with the first one. You really can't. Just re- watched- remember how just how much of a big deal it was. Just the fact that he revealed his identity. It's like wait. Because that's, like, like, never been done before. (laughs) Yeah. And now it's, like, the main thing in the MCU. Like, no one has a secret identity. (laughs) And that's how it works in the comics, too. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I rewatched it, like, a month ago. Because I had the internet problems. And when I have it on DVD, the freaking... (laughs) The freaking, like, the screen, like, like, like the the title screen is amazing. Yes, I miss those so much. It's it's amazing, bro. They're all boring now. I know, right? They're all fucking dry. But like, whenever I loaded it up on my Xbox, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" Like, holy shit! Like, it's in freaking Tony's lab. You see the suit like opening up and like turning, like turning. It's just, oh my god, that was amazing. They were so good. I miss them so much. I remember. I also remember the 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 title like screen for Spider Man Two. It has like all like the webs and like it's all red and everything. Oh, yeah, incredible. Man, bring the bring back title screens, bro. They really should. I feel like there was kind of a cool one on the regular like Blu-ray for Homecoming, I think. But I also could just be misremembering. <laughs> well, I mean, you have it on you have it on Blu-ray. I so do, so I could could test it out. It yeah, load it up later on. But yeah, Iron Man, great. The only th- I think the only place where Iron Man three falters is uh, what's his name? Harley. No, he's no that part. Mandarin, yeah, but not the yeah. Mandarin white guy, man. What's his name? Oh, 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 yeah, extremist guy. Yeah, Guy Pierce is the actor, but I can't think of this. I can't oh, think of this God. character's name. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna literally like I'm gonna be so mad that his name is like that. We're gonna be four trilogies down, and we're gonna be like, ah, Aldrich Killian. Killian. Yes, that's his name. Aldrich oh, Killian. God. That's that's right. Yes, that was a. He, he was very, like. I warmed up to it since, especially because of Shang Chi. I think that retroactively made that better. But still, like, I still wanted to see more of extremists. Same. And like, like I feel like I just like. There's also like one thing of like, you know, oh yeah, MC throws away its villains. It's fair, but also like some of sometimes they throw away their concepts. Imagine seeing extremists and like Civil War or some shit. Extremists and like other movies have been fucking sick. If Pepper still had extremists, yeah, Pepper. Yeah, well, yeah. What if Pepper still had extremists? Uh, like, great what if concept, but like, we we don't see Pepper that much anymore. He's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't but, think Gwyneth Paltrow really cares to do it. I mean, it's cool. yeah, it's cool that he just you know transferred over to me. You know, like true. You're the new Pepper. What? Why? What, what Pepper? You're the new Pepper. No, I, I no, I don't want to be the new Pepper. I just want to stream this. Oh. I'll take it from her. <laughs> I mean, I could be Pepper and kiss like Tony Stark, maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> Shit, I'll do it. But like the thing that I do like about Killian is that like and the Mandarin in that movie, like the I'm not bothered by like oh he's an actor the entire time. Number one, because I wasn't really familiar with the comic, so I had nothing to really be mad about. <laughs> but, but also because. It, it, he's obviously Killian is behind everything, so he uses a very obvious terrorist-looking guy to scare America <laughs> because it's very stereotypical. 
And yeah. the real villain is the white man. I love that. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. You're, you're the one behind this. I am the one behind it. You're the one who knocks. <laughs> yeah, I am the danger. <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, I I I, yeah, I really do think they they kind of underutilize Killian a little bit. Yeah. I could be wrong because I haven't seen Iron Man three in years. Well, not nine years. No, so they did. I haven't seen it in a couple of years. Yeah, but so I think I, Iron Man three is great. It's definitely a lot of movies people have turned their like in hindsight people have turned around back on. It's. It's amazing. You got to see at Happy first, with his Pulp Fiction look. Facts. At first, I didn't. You know, at first, I didn't like. I did not like Iron Man three because I was watching it. I guess I wasn't really fully like paying attention to it, and I did. Then again, I watched it on a different in a different way. Yeah. So then, <laughs> when I watched it on Disney Plus, I was like, okay, wow, this is fucking amazing. Damn near peak. I usually watch it every Christmas because it's a Christmas, it a Christmas movie. movie. It is a Christmas movie. Just like Die Hard. Yeah. Never seen Die Hard. And I watch Spider-Man 1 every Thanksgiving. It is a Thanksgiving movie. It is a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was mine. What's yours? Oh, uh, for the next one? Yeah. Next trilogy? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. See, I was going to put that on here, but I don't remember it enough to... <laughs> Childhood pause. That, that's one of my favorite Lord of the Rings. I was gonna watch The Hobbit, and I decided to skip out on it. Like I was like, nah, not right now. Everyone hates The Hobbit. I don't. I don't mind them. All I remember is they're not as good. Don't get me wrong, but like I don't think they're as bad as everyone says it is. I just remember Benedict Cumberbatch's smog. Yeah, and him crawling around on the floor with a mocap yep. suit. <laughs> Crazy. But yeah, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Like, I do want to rewatch the Lord of the Rings. Uh, I just don't know what they're on. I don't remember having them on DVD. Yeah, I don't know what they're on. And everyone, you have to watch like the extended editions, and they're all like twenty hours the, long each. I think they're on edition. HBO Max. You know what? Let me see. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. But yeah, the extended edition is the yes, one. Yes, they're on HBO Max. But are the the extended editions? No, wow. you don't need the you don't need the extended edition for the for the Return of the King because that's three hours and thirty minutes. No, you definitely need the extended edition. Why you need the extended edition? For oh yeah, it? here it is: extended edition, extended edition, extended edition. The Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers is three hours. Which which one did you say you don't need a? Uh, the Return of the King, it's three hours and thirty minutes long. Jesus, it that's is. On, that, that's on that's on YouTube. Oh, actually, no, no, that's on HBO Max. Return of the King is holy shit. The extended yeah. edition is four hours and a, four and a half hours. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a lot, man. Three hours and forty eight minutes and two towers is four hours. Good lord! Yeah, it's it's insane. I don't remember. I don't remember watching the extended editions though. I did remember watching the standard cut of it. Same. But if I but if I'm gonna binge, oh boy. Need a, I could you know I could binge I could binge this that's like I could do this that's like I have a day off and I'm literally doing nothing the entire day, but even that whew. yeah you Ooh. know what you know what, let me get my HBO Max back let me ask my mom for it so I can get it back yeah I could I could why I could do this I want to read the books too by J R R Tolkien imagine reading 
Couldn't be me. Imagine reading. I mean, Bucky had it, and it came out in 1937. That was The Hobbit. It wasn't The Hobbit. It was Lord of the Rings. No, it was The Hobbit. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Lord of the Rings. No, it was The Hobbit. Oh, my God. You're right. Damn. Why is this, all, why is this like in like Latin? It's so weird. It's like Italian. Can't I, I looked it up on my computer and it's like it's like weird. What is this language? <laughs> is, that, is that like the placeholder gibberish language? I don't know what it is. Dang. But yeah, Lord of the Rings trilogy is it's great. And that's like I've seen people like Lord of the Rings, right? You know? But like, I never really delved into the community. Like I've never really seen people like I haven't really talked to people about Lord of the Rings. You know what it is about Lord of the Rings uh, for me? Lord of the Rings, I've seen all of them, at least the theatrical versions, and they, like, completely drained my uh, care for fantasy (laughs) stuff. So, like, I don't care about Harry Potter. Game of Thrones, I couldn't give a shit about. Like, yeah, like there's a bunch of fantasy not. stuff that I just, I don't care because it's like Lord of the Rings exists. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm a bit. I mean, I'm not, I'm not that visual. I'm not that big of a fan of Lord of the Rings as I, as I'm compared to Harry Potter. But Harry Potter is good, and uh, I True. agree with you, Game of Thrones. I, I I agree with you, with Game of Thrones. I could care less about that shit. Not in the mood to see like what, what's her name, Amelia Clark. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in the mood of seeing her getting like railed by Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like <laughs> I'm just not in the mood for seeing that. <laughs> Isn't that like her cousin too, or something? No, doesn't doesn't like there's, there's a bunch like of incest, this, but I don't think that's yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah, there's like some incest in there. I don't know. I, I, don't, know. I don't think that's. I don't think her and Jason Momoa are cousins though. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, but I also shouldn't say anything because I have no idea. <laughs> but I don't, I, just to the knowledge I have, I, I don't think they are. Well, I wouldn't know either because I'm not watching it. Neither am I. Especially everyone hates it now. <laughs> they just hate the final season. Yeah. Because it was rushed. But uh, see, I was going to put like Indiana Jones on here, but I haven't seen them in literally since I was like 10 or something. <laughs> So it's like, uh, I don't know. So I'm going to instead do the Unbreakable Trilogy. Wow. Yeah. I didn't think to put that that one on. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Right. I wish Glass was better. Glass was, I liked Glass. It was fine. It wasn't bad. Like, I I forgot what the Rotten Tomato score on it. It's pretty... It's pretty low last time, at least I think it is. But, like, I don't think it's that bad, but it's not. I just, I wish it was better. I saw a glass in AVX from my mom because. Um, Who has a 36%. Yeah, I don't think it's a 36%. <laughs> I'd give it like a five and a half to a six. It's on Hulu. Well, actually, you know, if it's on Hulu, then it's going to be on HBO Max. I think. I remember watching Split in theaters. Oh my fucking God. That was amazing. Split was so good. It's, it's intense, man. It's intense. I don't know if people have an issue with a, the d- representation of DID, but I mean, it's still a good movie. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. And then Unbreakable is a classic. Of course. Bruce Split is not on HBO Max. Yeah, Split. I have Split on Blu-ray, luckily. 
think I'm gonna look up some audience reactions for Split after this. Audience but, reactions. Man, I remember my audience, bro. That like they were screaming, bro. They were like <laughs> terrified. I mean, right, I mean, rightfully so. It's James McAvoy going completely nuts and berserk. Angelica yeah, just be terrified of James McAvoy. <laughs> I know, man. She she, she can't can't even watch first class because of that man. Oh man, it's insane. But yeah, some glass, glasses glasses seem to be on anything. And glasses on Hulu. It's not though. It, it is. It's not. You checked on Hulu? Yeah. What? Google always says like premium subscription, but what that means is you have to have like oh you, yeah you have to like the top tier Hulu and because because Hulu has live yeah. TV and technically it's on live TV so technically it's on Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. Um, yeah. Sucks. Sorry. My next one. What is my next one? Oh, huh. Look. Actually, take that. Let me let me let me do research first. Did did he did did Michael Bay do this one? Damn it! Well, I only I thought Michael Bay didn't do the last two Transformer movies, but he did. So I can't use this. But at the time of my thinking, you just see the original Transformers trilogy. Yeah, the original Transformers trilogy. Michael Bay, look. Those movies aren't considered like masterpieces, but they are peak in terms of my childhood and the community because yeah. he doesn't love Transformers. Yeah, crazy how he made like five, six of those movies, and Bumblebee is just significantly better than all of them. Right? Well, t- well, let me calm down because it's not better than the first one. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, well, it is. I, first one is that. great though. That's the only one of the Michael Bay ones that I like. I haven't seen Bumblebee, so Bumblebee is so good. I I wanted like it's I got wanted Haley Steinfeld in it. It has Haley Steinfeld. Oh my god, is it on Hulu? I feel like it is probably on HBO Max. If anything, it has, it has John Cena in it. Invisible Man. Yep. Oh my God, I mean, walking around with the with the freaking invisible screen, bro. Crazy. It came out in twenty eighteen. It's my not on god. HBO Max. I lied. On Paramount Plus, garbage. Paramount Plus, garbage. That has Dylan O'Brien in it. Dylan O'Brien is Bumblebee. Yes. What? Well, actually, it makes a lot of sense. So, well, I mean, it's only in the beginning because they do the whole radio voice thing. Yeah, but you want, but you want to know what I'm excited for? I'm excited on Blu-ray. I'm excited for Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Yeah, because the director Stephen. Capel Jr. Capel Jr. is was also a writer on Creed. Oh, so I'm I'm excited for that one. And Bumblebee is like, a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my yeah. god! Mm-hmm. People love that movie. They love Bumblebee, bro. And I, I'm gonna have to watch that soon too. Got to make a list. Really, but man, like. Because I remember, cause I remember they kind of with Bumblebee, and like for me, like I was at a point where Transformers were like, you know, th- like they're kind of getting horrible now. Like last night was okay. Yeah, like, I didn't see Mark, the last two because I was, I was, I was out. Well, or maybe last night, just the last one. The last night was okay. Like I think, uh, I mean, I think like the f- with the fourth one with Mark Wahlberg was good. 
then this one was okay because they, they go to London and like there's this whole like how many did they make with Wahlberg? Made two. Okay, then I made, okay, then I definitely saw the first one with Wahlberg and not the second one. I made it was the one the one that he was in first. Age of Extinction. Age of Extinction. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one that I didn't that see one, last that night. That one was that one was okay. Like, I mean, I mean that, that was solid. And then the last night was like wow, okay. Because, like, yeah, they go to London, and there's a whole medieval thing, and, like, blah, 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 like, whatever. I don't care. And, yeah. And then Optimus Prime turns evil, blah, 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 whatever. Horrible. And then, yeah, and then they're like, yeah, we're releasing Bumblebee. And I'm like, Bumblebee, like, it's a, it's a soft reboot, and I'm like, I wasn't sure about it. And then it comes out, and everyone loves it. I was excited specifically for that reason. It's not directed by Michael Bay. It has nothing to do with fucking Shia LaBeouf or Mark Wahlberg. It has infinitely better designs instead of that over-designed garbage yeah. in the Michael Bay movies. I was like, I am on board with this. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, because like also, like that's the one thing I'm excited for about Rise of the Beast, is that they're going back to the 90s and like the older like look of the Transformers, which looks fucking amazing. Like... It's mind blowing how good they made that <laughs> look. It's so good. So now I'm a, I'm a, I'm a check it out. I'm gonna check out Bumblebee like soon. Probably tonight. Add it to the list. Definitely. Zodiac, then Men in Black, <laughs> then Bumblebee. Yeah, I got, a, I got a bunch of movies to watch, man. Uh, yeah. Well. Let's get the let's get it out of the way. The Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> yeah, let's get it out of the way. Batman Batman begins. Amazing introduction and Best better one. Gotham. Better better Gotham than the Dark Knight. Dark Knight properly rated. Like I, I, I watched it twice. It is properly rated for me now. Instead of being overrated, it's properly rated for me. No, nah, it's overrated. I'm I'm very I'm very neutral about the Dark Knight. I don't I don't like love it as much as people do, but I definitely don't hate it's it. It's like for me, it's like the Winter Soldier times two, because like it's a very good movie. Because as yeah, much as we like to kind of like jokingly shit on it, it's a very good movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but just like people, I like it's the fucking best thing since sliced bread. Like, uh, yeah, definitely. My uh, one of my favorite scenes. Is like the Joker with the, with the pencil trick. I love that scene. Uh, like he just slams that guy's fucking face and goddamn table. It's it's gone. <laughs> Let's not blow things out of proportion. Mm-hmm. He pulls Great. the little simple yeah. strength. Yeah, Ledger yes. carries it. Ledger Ledger is amazing. But yeah, and then Dark Knight Dark Knight Rises. Now the one thing is like you know I was still pretty young. Right when when all this came out and um, yeah, Rises came out in twenty twelve. Yeah, I was in Avengers mode at that time. Yeah, I wasn't. I was in Avengers mode too. But the thing is, like you know, when they brought when they were bringing in Bane, I was like, oh my god, they're bringing in Bane. I I you know I was like you know I was like a kid. I didn't know there was much discourse about Bane until I grew up, and people do not like Tom Hardy's Bane. Oh yes. Because he's white. You merely adopted the dog. I was born in it. Molded by it. And like and like, yeah, he's not like a he's not like a luchador bane. He's like just like, you know, military tactic bane. 
But I mean, I think it's so fine. It's yeah, definitely yeah. it definitely, definitely fits weakest. Nolan's, you know, universe. Yeah, Nolan's verse, yeah. But yeah, probably. I, I love Tom Hardy, but yeah. But also, it's like <laughs> the voice, not the actual voice itself. The, that that's that itself, I think, is fine. But have you seen the original version? Uh, I think so. The original version, it's like they they went back and eighty yard all of his lines because people couldn't understand him. Because <laughs> it's said like, oh, you merely adopted the dog. It was more like, you're... <laughs> you can... <laughs> then people couldn't hear. So they 80 yard all, all his lines, which made it clearer, but the bad part about it is, it, it sounds way too clear. Like, it sounds like he's like talking into a microphone like, on, a, on, a, like, on a podcast or some shit. <laughs> it's very jarring. People are like screaming on a plane, we need to jump off this plane. And then Bane's just, and Bane's just like, oh, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna jump off this plane, yeah. Just very crisp and clear, like. Bro, I got that built-in audio. It's heading to cups. <laughs> oh, man. But so, I, I, I think I, I enjoy the, yeah, the, I definitely enjoy the Nolan trilogy. Dark Knight Dark trilogy. Batman um, Begins is so good. It is good. Great. Great Batman Year One story. I remember sure. the first time when I saw um, the Nightmare Batman. Oh, I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, that looks so cool!" Yeah. I got, I got, I got nightmares because of that, bro. It's just and Christian like, Bale. Like he's gonna kidnap me. Why isn't it possible, you stupid bastard? <laughs> but yeah, and like we talked about it before on how like Batman Begins is like a movie that's like way ahead of its time. For it being released in 2005. Yeah, great. Like, it literally looks like a modern movie, and it came out in 2005. That's what happens when you work with Nolan. Yeah. Hell, he even, he even built time loops for, like, for uh, Tenet. He's really that good at his job. Can't for Oppenheimer, too. Yeah, I'm actually very excited for that. Because, like, Tenet, I didn't know was, like... I mean, I thought I liked Tenet, but, like, I wasn't, like... Well, man, we gotta. I gotta go see Tenet. You know what I mean? But like Oppenheimer, I'm pretty excited. I don't know why. Yeah, there, there's a there is a sneak peek of Oppenheimer before Nope. Really? Like, yeah. When the when like the lights turn like black, there's like a short like twenty second snippet of Oppenheimer. Oh. And, and, and it's like a clock uh, going down. Like it's like it's, it's it was really cool. I oh, you know it. what? I saw that. Yeah. It's really nice. I think I got posted online. Regardless, excited. I'm excited too. It's one of the. It's another biopic. I'm. I'm. Uh, but the question pretty, is: Are is there going to be any Nolanisms in it? Is no there going to be any like weird time fucking <laughs> messing um, with time or like you know indirect fucking backwards storytelling or some shit? Well, 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 there is because you know what else Oppenheimer did. He was the first one to actually work with Nikola Tesla for the time machine. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't oh, learn this in history class. Like, Oh, yeah, you wouldn't have learned it anyway, because they're not going to teach it to you. Oh. <laughs> Motherfuckers don't teach you about real history. It's true. It's all whitewashed. Yeah. I mean, let me stop talking before we get freaking podcast banned. For being too woke. Um, oh yeah, that was yours, right? Oh yeah, yes, actually, it was. Yeah, I, I had the Dark Knight trilogy as well. Um, I had the Raimi trilogy as well. Also, 
I love it. I love it. You want to know why? Yeah. I love the yeah. Cornetto trilogy. Hot Fuzz. Yes. Shaun of the Dead. World's End. I've only seen Hot Fuzz. I uh, need to see Shaun of the Dead and the other one. I just, I haven't, I just haven't seen I want to see it. Shaun of the Dead is on a Prime. And I don't know where the World's End is. I think it's on Prime too. Let me see. Or at, at World's End. Yeah, okay, the world's in. Okay, that's I was right the first time. HBO Max. Last well, thing, thing is Hot Fuzz too. Hot Fuzz is on HBO Max too. Can't wait till it gets removed. Uh, hater. But yeah, man, Shaun of the Dead. Crazy. Great action too. Great, some great action sequences in there. Um, yeah, I'm one. The world's end is pretty good. I'm gonna rewatch it. But man, that oh man. It's, uh, I, it's, it's crazy how much I love Edgar Wright. It's crazy. But scarred me as a kid. Really? Yeah. Why? The, the whole people in hoods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It freaked me out. No, that was crazy. Great twist though. I remember. Uh, I remember uh, seeing Hot Fuzz for the first time, and um, you know, you know, like you know, the Edgar Wright isms. The whole yeah. like flashy cuts, uh, and like the just the abnormalness of his uh, storytelling and direct direction. I love that so much. I think one one scene in Hoffa scared me. Oh yeah, it was like uh, you know, of course he thought that uh, Nick Frost's character died, but of course he didn't. Great, I loved it. But man. I love, I love Edgar Wright so much. He's one of my favorite directors. I can't I can't say anything about it. I haven't seen it. But you can talk about Edgar Wright, though. Yeah, I mean, Edgar Wright's great. Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, yeah. Freaking Last Night in Soho, Baby Driver. The little Edgar Wrightisms that you can see were left over in Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really want him to direct an, a Marvel movie, another Marvel movie. Fantastic Four. Save that for Peyton Reed. I want to see what he brings to the table. Fantastic Four 2. <laughs> Fantastic Four 17. Secret Wars. Oh, Edgar Wright directing Secret Wars. Holy shit. That'd be fucking, that'd be crazy. Oh, man. I, I have nothing else on that. Like, that's well, it. my it's next me. one is the best trilogy of all time. Say it's Back to the Future. <laughs> the best trilogy ever made. No, it's not. Yes, it is. The first one, a masterpiece. The second one, very, very close to being a masterpiece. The third one, not as good as the first two, but still, it's goddamn good. <laughs> it's like... It's like what community. It's what like the third one. It's like community. Everyone says season four of community is the worst season. And while personally I would disagree, generally that is the consensus that season four is the is the worst season. But even so, you compare season four to a lot of the other shit on TV, it's still goddamn good television. <laughs> that's that's back to the future three. It's not as good as the first two, but like it's only not as it's only it only seems not that good because it's it, it's being compared to two master fucking pieces. <laughs> you compare it to just movies, it's fucking good. I I remember all three of them were on Netflix at one point. And I was gonna watch the third one, then I got distracted because of personal reasons of me 
watching other movies, such as Baby Driver. I mean, no, I, no, I did not watch Baby Driver during that time, but I I didn't watch the third one. I knew it was like a, I knew it was like a Western thing. I just haven't watched it. Yeah, they're not on anything right now. Yeah, they used to be on Netflix. Yeah, no, they used to be, and they took it off. I don't know why they did that. All the sticky things off for the Thor trilogy. Why? What do you mean? Why? Why are you putting that there? What do you mean? Why are you putting that there? Why not? One and one and two are bad. One and good one is Ragnarok. One, the, the first one is good. The second no, one is no, isn't no, very good, and the third one's no. incredible. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. One and two is bad. No, they're not. Well, the second one is. But <laughs> one and two are bad. No, the only good one. The only good one is Ragnarok. Shut up. <laughs> okay, let's pretend well, that two doesn't well, exist, and it's and it's <laughs> and it's no. Thor, <laughs> Ragnarok, and Love and Thunder. <laughs> Bro, I'm not watching freaking Dutch Angle Nation, right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You know you like you know you like it. It's very colorful. I don't remember much of it. All I remember is the the, the uh Destroyer. The restaurant scene. Oh, where he slams the coffee cup? Yes. Another Yeah. That one. <laughs> and Thor having blonde eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Those are nuts and scare kids. You think I could oh, sue yeah. Kenneth Branagh for emotional damages because of that? Yes, you could. Done. I'm doing it. Bet. Bet. The yeah. MCU Spider-Man trilogy. MCU Spider-Man trilogy? Yeah, of course. Definitely. Better than the Raimi trilogy. I wouldn't go as far as to say that. Yes, it is. It's not. They're the mo- it's the most consistent. Is it the most consistent? Yes, it is the most consistent. I don't think so. No Way Home is is arguably one of the best Spider-Man movies. It's above two. It's probably oh, not as good as Into no, Spider-Verse. Hold on. No. Homecoming is could be debated whether or not it's better than Spider-Man 2, but it's up there. And Far From Home, oh. yes, it's the worst one. But it's like, to me, it's like on par with Spider-Man 1. Oh, no, no, definitely not. Yes. Spider-Man 1 is better than Homecoming. 2 is better than Far From Home and No Way Home. And three is better than everything. <laughs> yeah, you, you, but you're right. It, it is fairly consistent, uh, for sure. Um, I, yeah, it definitely is very consistent. Far From Home is is a little questionable at times, but it's still fairly good. It's just Edith. You just fucking take Edith out of the equation. It's like, hell yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, take, take, Edith, take Edith out and we're, we're good. And Jay Gyllenhaal is cast perfectly. Because and he also did a lot of training before preparing for Mysterio, just yeah. like dating Taylor Swift. Yep. Um, so I think that that was very fit for him. The Zack Snyder Justice League trilogy. He was a Justice League trilogy. Yeah, Man of Steel, BVS, Justice League. Really? Technically, that counts I, as a trilogy. Yes. I didn't. I didn't consider as. I didn't think about that honestly. But Zack Snyder is like one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. Okay. It's better than Stanley Kubrick. Oh. Stanley Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick wishes he made, made Man of Steel. He's certainly a nicer person than Kubrick. <laughs> You're right. Kubrick freaking abused Shelley Duvall on set. Yeah, I don't think I can watch The Shining because of that. You should watch it. It's pretty good. Uh, 
I mean, he didn't like physically abuse her. That he's still <laughs> didn't physically do it. He just verbally did it. Doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, I mean he kind of okay. did physically abuse her in a way. Yeah, he physically abused everybody by make, doing that take one hundred and thirty-seven times. I mean, horrible man, but incredible filmmaker. Incredible. So, man, the original X Men trilogy. Don't think so. You don't except think for, so? Except except for X one, X one, one, X two. Last Stand is not that good. Yeah, it's not that good. Except for I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Yes, that's a classic. You can't. <laughs> I, I saw this. I saw this. Uh, this TikTok, and it was like, "What is what is the greatest fourth wall break?" And it was just Juggernaut breaking through walls until it hits the fourth <laughs> one. That was that was incredible. <laughs> uh, the ex- Elliot <laughs> Page. Yeah. The so X Men Beginnings trilogy. X Men Beginnings. Yeah, so first class, Daisy Future Past, and Apocalypse. Apocalypse ain't that good. First class is underrated. Very underrated. And Daisy Future Past is one of the best. They definitely. So it says, it says they freaking killed Darwin. Uh. Racism. <laughs> Racially motivated. I don't get how that happens. Or yeah, it doesn't make any sense, does it? Those are because Fox they don't have the term consistency in their vocabulary. No, it's a good movie though. It is very good. I can't look at Kevin Bacon the same again because he said the n word. That and he's a creeping hollow man. Oh, <laughs> dude's a dude's a freaking rapist. Have you seen um, the Black Phone with Ethan Hawke? Yeah. No, not yet. Neither have I. Yes, <laughs> he, he, he has an incredible performance. Yes, I mean, but Ethan Hawke was in his bag with that and Moon Knight, so he gets in another movie coming up too. Could be wrong. Yeah, I feel like Ethan Hawke is just in things now. I feel like he wasn't really. Yeah, I like didn't he see was... much about Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot his his daughter, um, Maya Hawke, is in Stranger Things. Yeah, I just he found out recently that that was his daughter. I was like, what? He was born in Austin, Texas. It's crazy. One of us. One of us. Let me see about Ethan Hawk. What, what? What's? Is he going to be in more things? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What's his? Let me see his filmography. Raymond and Ray. Oh wait, he's going to be in. Oh yeah. Okay, he's going to be in uh, the other Knives Out movie. Oh. Yeah. The Glass Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, directed by Ryan Johnson. The Goat. Yep. That's cool. It's in post-production right now. It's in release this year. Yep. On Netflix. Actually, I think it's going to have a theatrical release first. Then on Netflix. The budget is $40 That's That's pretty dang good. Yeah, it's going to... It's going to release and it's going to have it's going to be in the Toronto International Film Festival in September. What was the budget of the first Knives Out? Um, two hundred million. Huh. Kidding. <laughs> Kidding. It was forty million. Same thing. All right. And the box office was three hundred eleven point four million. Yeah, really good. Really good. I still have yet to see that. See Knives Out. It's very good. Add yeah. that to the list. 
I will add that to the list. Uh, I know, I know that's another like Chris Evans movie. That's like he's he's given like a really great performance. Yep. I somewhat like his character in The Gray Man. You can tell that it's the Russo brothers and Chris Evans, so you, you kind of hear some of that, you know, dialogue that's like should be in the MCU if he was played by another person. That's okay. Still haven't seen and, The Gray Man. It's okay. That's another movie that I recently watched. Um, wasn't really paying attention to it. It's kind of a little too long, but it's okay. Uh, okay, here's the last trilogy. The Wolverine trilogy. Oh, like, oh yeah. Like the Wolverine. Origins. Yeah, the Wolverine and Logan. Logan Goat. Wolverine is fine. Kimiko is my bae. Hi, Kimiko. Hi, Wade. <laughs> Um, and then Origins was great as a kid. That's my childhood movie. Really? Yeah. I love. I remember playing the game. I remember like just loving that movie as a kid. And I got the game. I was so excited, bro. I got the game on PlayStation and Xbox 360. I didn't watch the movie until I was a teenager. I remember what. Oh, man, that movie. I remember like liking that version of Deadpool. Like, and then things changed. Because you learned who Deadpool was. Yeah, and I'm like, why would they do that to my, like? I, I was, I was literally like Marlon, uh, Marlon Brando, in The Godfather. I was like, look at, I was like, look at that mask of my, my boy. So I haven't seen The Godfather either. Same. I like if I had I seen it, I would have put the trilogy on there. But it's kind of one of the things where it's like it kind of follows your uh, plans of trilogy. Like the first one's great, the second one's like arguably better than the first one, and the third one just sucks. That is yep. how the Godfather was yep. for a lot of people. I keep seeing the box set on like Amazon and stuff, and it's, it keeps taunting me. I'm like, ah, I want to get you, but I haven't seen you. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is the Godfather isn't on anything. Yeah. Like, it's only on like like YouTube if you want to like rent it or whatever. I rent the Godfather. I think it was on uh, Netflix at one point, but you know, Netflix just has things and then it doesn't have things. Unfortunately, um, so I looked at the Godfather. It's on Amazon Prime, but like Prime beyond that Hulu shit. Like you have to have Prime, and then like you have to like buy or rent something to watch it, which is so stupid. It says it's on Paramount. Yeah, who uh, who has Paramount Plus? I do. You do? Yeah. Oh, you got it for the Halo series, right? No, my dad um, got it for Star Trek, but he also uh, watched the Halo series. Yeah, he likes it, right? Yes. That's good. Good for him. He doesn't have to know the Hold struggles on. that we had Let to go see through. The Godfather. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, they're all on here. Wow. Yeah, they're on Paramount. Yep. I'm Remastered. Actually, actually, I had this girl... Oh, it's leaving on. August 31st. No! No! Wait. Actually, I think I have... Actually, I have this girl's Paramount Plus. Just stealing, stealing people's Paramount? Well, no, because, like, I mean, she gave it to me because I wanted to watch the iCarly reboot, and I just never never watched it again. Wow. So, so I, I I mean, let's see if I have it. And I'll be like, hey, I'm using your Paramount to watch the Godfather trilogy. Don't mind me. Oh, yeah, the Godfather you have to buy on Amazon. But, I mean, yeah, that's... I add that to the list. This yeah, so was at the show? That is the show. All right. 
Well, thank you for listening to the Avengers Podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avenge Nerds on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E Nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at, at Zenith underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? Nowhere. Follow our Instagram and TikTok. Please follow our TikTok. Please. Uh, <laughs> we have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in app on Apple Podcasts. If you can leave five stars in review, you would really help us out. Please. <laughs> it would really help us out. It makes it it, it, it it allows us to get out there more. Please review the show. <laughs> five stars, please. And you know, leave an actual like review review and we'll read it out on the show. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh thanks again for listening to the Avengers Podcast. We'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>